Hello and welcome to the Writing Your Best Self podcast with me, Georgina Elmashady. Journaling is an incredible self-improvement practice that will help you cultivate the introspection and self-awareness you need to become your best self. Each week, we explore tried and tested techniques along with journaling prompts to help you dig deeper into yourself so you can leverage the wisdom within to achieve your biggest goals and create your best life. Let's get writing. Hey there, I hope you've had a brilliant week. Hope you've been making some discoveries, some insights from the practice of journaling. And I hope that some of the prompts that we've been sharing in this podcast have given you some aha moments, some some insights, some breakthroughs, because that is always a possibility with journaling. You start somewhere, you follow the threads, and often you come to a place of awakening, a place of insight, a place of breakthrough. And that's the power of this accessible tool where all you need is a pen and paper and you're good to go. Okay, so this week I have a conversation to bring to you and it's a conversation that's designed to help us unpack and uncover what it is we really want. And so I'm going to talk through some ideas I've been having and I'm going to share a journaling practice at the end to help you put this theory and this idea into practice. So I want us to contemplate the idea that the way we spend our time and the way we invest our energy and our resources help shape who we are because where our attention goes, so our focus follows. However, I wanna ask you a question and this is a question to sit with and contemplate. I want you to think about how many of the activities that you do in the outside world leave you feeling deeply satiated and fulfilled? Or do you find yourself doing stuff but you feel this sense of emptiness or a lack of fulfillment or a nagging feeling that surely there must be more to life than this? It can be really frustrating when you've set yourself a goal or you've said, when this happens, I'll feel this way. And you do everything to achieve that. And then when you finally get there, you're like, oh, I thought I'd feel differently. This isn't how I thought I'd feel at this point in my journey. So if you've had that experience, then I want you to know that you're not alone. And it's a confusing experience, especially when you've achieve the trappings of external success. So for example, you've achieved those goals and you have a good life, you enjoy your work, you're in a good relationship, you get to travel a bit, you've got some disposable income to indulge in luxuries. When you've had that experience, it can make you feel guilty for wanting more and also confusing to not feel satiated. It's it's a strange place to be in. And you know we have to balance this between allowing ourselves to contemplate the fact that there may be something else that we're missing and balance that with the notion that the human desire for more can actually lead to innovation, it can lead to creativity, it can lead to comfort zones being expanded, it can lead to growth and evolution and expansion. And so this is an interesting dance that we're invited to play with when we contemplate this question, like what do you really want? And I think 
one way to navigate this conversation for yourself, especially if you feel that something's missing or you're, you're craving more, but you're not sure why, is to contemplate this notion that are you going after the things you want or are they desires you've inherited from society? And often there's a significant difference between those two. And I believe this is why the inner work can be so powerful. Because through inner work, through work like journaling, introspection, we can unravel so we can know ourselves. Like know our truth, know our heart, know our purpose. Really know what is driving and motivating us because when you know yourself at the deepest of levels, when you've gone gut deep, soul deep, when you've gone so far within, you've explored the labyrinth, you've looked in all the corners of your being, when you know yourself that well, it becomes much easier to discern between an inner calling and an external desire. And ultimately, I believe it's the inner callings, following those that is going to give us the most satisfaction, the most joy and the most fulfillment. So it's important to be differentiating between that inner calling and those external desires, because the truth is our society moves forward by eliciting desires. Our desires help fuel the economy, for example, marketing, influencers, product placement, celebrity culture, all of these things, all of these things that we're seeing in our information age where we're bombarded with images everywhere those images evoke something within us they make us want things they make us think that certain things are going to make our lives better that certain things are going to fulfill us and fill us and complete us and factor on top of that you've got peer pressure and then also the social convention i.e what you should in inverted commas be doing or having at certain points in your life and it's these external factors that can make us want, for example, more money. I'm going to spin off the common ones here. More money, a bigger house, a new car, the latest gadget, a different job, a luxury item, etc., etc. But here's the really interesting thing. As well as some of those things being influenced by society, and not necessarily from the depth of your being, often we want those things because of the feelings we think they're going to give us because we associate feelings with certain things. Money is a good example of this. Often we desire more money. Why? Because, well, maybe it leads to that feeling of security and stability. That's the feeling. That's what we, what we want to experience that. Maybe we associate it with freedom. Maybe we feel prestigious or it gives us a sense of prestige because money represents external success. Maybe we want that money target because maybe it'll make our parents proud or our partner proud, for example. Another example, you know, the big house, what does that represent? What does that mean? What's gonna, that gonna make you feel? Maybe it's success. Maybe it's that sense of spaciousness. Maybe it's an prestige again. This, this, this inquiry is is interesting because it guides us to really contemplate what it is we're looking for. And this is, in, this is valuable work. This is a valuable place to explore because sometimes we can find that it's easier than we think to find the thing we're looking for. 
it might not be in the conventional way. We might find it in simpler ways that are actually at our fingertips already. And this is why when you're contemplating and thinking about, oh, what do I want? What do I want from life? What do I want for myself? Which is a great question. It's a, it's a powerful question. It's an empowering question. It's a focusing question. It's a guiding question. But don't just stop at the, you know, the first answer, oh, I want a bigger house, let's say. Don't stop there. Instead, ask yourself why. Like, go six layers deep. Why do you want that? Like, why? What, what do you feel that's going to give you? How's that going to change things for you? Whatever it is, whether it's an income target, whether it's um, an item you want to own, whether it's somewhere you want to go to, whether it's somewhere a different way of living, whatever it is that you you desire, like ask yourself why. Because when you do that, when you go the six layers deep, you can know whether it's a soul desire or an externally influenced desire. And it's okay to have externally influenced desires. I'm not dissing them at all. But I think it's powerful for us to be able to distinguish between the two because when we can distinguish between the two, we can know what actually where we want to focus our time, our energy and our resources. And in this way, we can become more authoritative in our own lives because we're less likely to be persuaded or manipulated. Like If you know that the income goal the property goal, the car goal, the whatever it is, if you know that is going to fulfill you, whether you know that that is what your soul or your being, your heart is calling you to go for, great. You can go for it knowing that this is the essence of who you are. But you might find that, oh, I want more freedom, actually. How can you create freedom? How can you create security? How can you feel it now? What are some other ways in your life that you can evoke those emotions now? Like, it's a very interesting point to contemplate. And then another aspect of this as well is often, sometimes we can chase things or desire things because the excitement in the moment. <laughs> I'm sure we've all had those moments of getting a new gadget, for example. I'm feeling all excited about it. And then months, years later, it's like an old thing. What if some of the choices, some of the goals you set now, some of the things you were desiring came from a different place and it gave you that long-term satisfaction over that short-term excitement? Like doing that work, the deep, contemplative, introspective work to really know what you want can be incredibly releasing and incredibly empowering because it is the path to alignment alignment because when you're creating things in the outside world that come from a place of true depth you know that your external circumstances can start to line up with what's inside and let's be honest it's also the short code to inform choices and what are the decisions that are most likely to give you the outcomes you want? When you know what you really want, when you know what's underneath the purchase, when you know what's underneath the thing and you get to the core of the feeling or the purpose, then there's a very different energy investing in the journey, the pathway to achieve that thing. So here's this week's question. 
I invite you to ask yourself, what do you want? What do you want? And what is the thing that feels like it could be a remedy or the thing that's going to change your life or the thing that's going to improve your life or the thing that's going to make you feel better? Like, what is that thing? Often that thing is top of mind for most of us, for a lot of us. And then once you've written that thing down, like ask yourself why. Why is that the thing? Why? Why is that the thing? And keep digging. Notice the thoughts that bubble up. So you might say, oh, um, maybe it's a money money goal. What, what feelings come up as you contemplate that? And then ask yourself, is this something my heart desires or is this something that society told me I should care about? That's an interesting question to contemplate. And just keep exploring how you feel, the reasons that are coming up, the, the questions that you start to ask yourself and keep digging to unlock the feeling that you've attached to that thing. And when you know the feeling, when you know what it is you really want, when you know that feeling, now you can ask a different question. What will fulfill that feeling? And by the end of this exercise, you might find that the thing you thought you wanted, you don't actually want, or you might find the thing you you wanted is exactly the thing you want. But doing this deep dive inquiry to really get to the crux of this can give you so much power and you can do all this in your journal. So I hope you enjoy this exploration into what it is you want and I hope it empowers and opens up something for you so as always if you've enjoyed this conversation please rate and review the show if you know someone who could benefit from journaling or benefit from some of the things we've been talking about please feel free to share the episode and of course you can always give us feedback or connect with us on social I am at Georgina I'm Shady and we are at Best Self Co as always Thank you so much for your time, for your being part of this experience. And until next time, get to writing.